back with Kylum, and um, we're going to keep talking about his story, especially as to how this works out now in terms of X-29, and, uh, and we'll see where we go with that. So, yeah, you know, you're going through this whole thing where, you, see, if I think about Gracenet now mm-hmm. as part of Acts 29, we, we, this is probably where we're different in the sense that, um, you know, I kick back on the other side of the pendulum, you know, almost the whole way. Um, like, I do think I have a, an openness to uh, an understanding of charismatic theology that, that keeps him from being a weird sort of like, well, they're all filled with demons, you know, yeah, yeah, or one yeah. of the stupid sort of things. Yeah. And I've always been very appreciative of the desire to work it out and uh, to make sure that it, it comes across responsibly. And, you know, I always, you know, anytime we can all agree and end up, I'm, I'm in a happy place. So I don't think that's a normal cessationist scenario sure. sometimes. But um, yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, there's membership 101 at Gracenet. You know, we are a cessationist church, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, along with the other dreaded C's, Calvinism, covenantalism, you know, <laughs> you name it, we got it. And um, complementarianism, oh boy. Uh, and so, yeah, this is uh, where we've ended up. But um, uh, I, often we'll have people that are continuationists that, that, that are just dead happy. They're, they're like, well, hey, this is functionally exactly where I want to be anyway. So, yeah. amen. And, and I really, I'm blessed when that happens. So you guys didn't do that. You got, you got a little Carson. You sort of started moving in the direction of X-29, Driscoll. How did X-29 come on the scene? Uh, so uh, basically I, I'd taken over the church or was in the process of taking over the church from my parents. Mm-hmm. And so I, at that point, was all on board with uh, church planting, gospel centrality, um, sort of reformed soteriology. Right. Um, I was kind of landing on all that sort of stuff and just was, you know, enjoying Driscoll and Chandler and Jeff Vanderstelt and different mm-hmm. guys that mm-hmm. were sort of in the network, loving mm-hmm. what they were doing. So mm-hmm. I just started going to stuff that was in Australia. Yeah. And then as that actual transition happened where I took over, uh, we at that point were essentially a church that had no oversight we were an independent Pentecostal church, so it was just an island unto ourselves. And so the first thing Carly and I, my wife, had said was, hey, you know, whatever happens here, we, we're going to need to get into a denomination or a group mm. uh, where we get some help and mm. we get some support. Mm. So for me, um, I was exploring eight to nine as that being an option for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, so eventually did that, went through the process and, right. uh, you know, eventually became part of Acts 29. Totally. Um, yeah, but we didn't we didn't go that whole. I definitely for a period like overreacted. I would say yeah. I would say the pendulum had swung. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were just, and it was in many ways it was really necessary. It's like all right, we don't prophesy in church. Right. This, if you're speaking in tongues, you're doing it super quietly. You're doing it over in the corner, please. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we're trying to handle that from from the word and just yeah. go, hey, we we think scripture says this. Um, and for a while there, I was just like, we don't do anything. We don't even explore it. We're just doing worship. We're preaching. Even at worship, we started to shrink down because we were, you know, mm. we were doing three hour, four hour services. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I was like, well, let's see if we can get that down to an hour and a half yeah. and let's get our music down to 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's more sort of that stuff. And then eventually it was like, all right, we need to start looking at 
what do we actually believe about gifts? Yeah. Do they exist? Mm-hmm. Are we going to land on the, the side of continuationism mm-hmm. or cessationism? And depending if, you know, which one, how do we handle these things? Mm. So, and yeah, we landed slightly different to where you land. Mm. Um, so we would, we would say that we're continuationists, but we're very, very cautious. Mm. Um, you know, in the previous podcast, you were asking about tongues. Uh, we've had many people who thought they spoke in tongues who would now say, we don't think we really ever did. We mm-hmm. think that was just a thing. Mm-hmm. And then there are other people who would say, no, they think they actually legitimately do, but mm-hmm. they kind of live within our bounds of where that operates, which essentially is just in their own home, in their own prayer time. Mm. Um, nothing like you wouldn't see any of that sort of at, in our church service. Right, at all. right, right. Um, yeah, and that's the reason functionally it sort of ends up being a bit of a moot point. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, X29 is a good fit though too in that regard. Um, I know Chandler's full-on charismatic. I think he's gunning for it recently. I think there, <laughs> yes. there are a few articles I'm hearing about. I haven't checked them out. Yeah. But uh, so there's that. And um, and then Timus is cessationist. Yeah. So somehow I found my way into a, a perfectly yeah. kind of, you know, it works. Um, but yeah. And so I, I, I really like that about X-29. It's mm. one of my favorite things. In yeah. fact, I remember going to the States assuming that everything was completely charismatic and uh, bumping into a Lutheran guy and a, a confessional Presbyterian guy mm. and, you know, Joe Thorne and yeah. those guys, none of them are charismatic, you know, yeah. and I was just like, okay, well, awesome. So there's diversity and everyone seems to be getting on. And the Amazing. thing is, like, yeah. so for us, we we were taught that cessationists had this view that God doesn't move. <laughs> you know, that there is like the spirit doesn't exist. Because the Trinity you know? is like... And the, then, so for me, I hadn't really met anybody in that camp yeah. until Acts 29. I started mm, meeting mm, these dudes mm. who pray like crazy. Yeah. And they, they are believing for God to, to move and, mm. and praying that he mm. would move mightily. Mm. Um, you know, and I think sometimes there's a bit of uh, misunderstanding from the mm. continuationists, but the charismatics absolutely have mm. no understanding. And there, mm. there probably are cessationists like that. Mm. Oh, you totally, know? But typically totally. um, there's this healthy view of God, yeah. his word, his spirit yeah. from both sides within Acts 21, which is why we love it, right? Because yeah. the, the main yeah. things are the main things. Mm-hmm. And we're open to continually like, be challenged, mm, you know, totally. because we love the word. We want to. We want it to be about what does God say. Mm, um, mm. Yeah, so I think I appreciate it too. Mm, I, totally, I, I love chatting with you guys. Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, every time, every time we're in Australia and the states or whatever, we always kind of connect, and there's always a lot of whiskey <laughs> always, and a deep yeah, powwow. And yeah. it's, it's great. We had one last night. I loved it. Um, and so it's it's truly awesome. Um, what I was going to say is like the whole. Um, well, actually, when I viewed, when I thought of cessationists, what I thought of was less anything to do with any kind of spiritual gift and more wearing ties. Right. You know, like I just like somehow you needed to wear a tie if you were a cessationist. You know, that's basically the Straight big one eighty guys. Yeah. I mean, you just like suit tie. Do you suit tie? It just yeah. It's sort of like Go to I Shepherd's don't, conference. And you know what? Actually, even as I say that, like probably. Until very recently, you'd be hard pressed to find cessationists that didn't look like that wow. at church. Which again is not a, not an easy hurdle to overcome, mm. and it's it's needlessly complicated with all that stuff. And and um, it's like I remember thinking, and then just checking out the doctrine itself, like the whole thing with cessationism is just that. I remember Sam Waldron asking, uh, uh, arguing, he was doing this debate. He was like, "Right, let me just stop by, by you know, he's talking to a bunch of charismatic guys. Let me just um." Let me start by saying everyone in this room is a cessationist um, and everyone is a continuationist. So let's just understand that. Yeah. 
if you believe the 66 books in the Bible, then, you know, whatever. If you don't, okay, well, we're not really even in the same yeah, league anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, let's try and limit it to that. But, yeah, if we believe that the Bible is the Bible and it's different, then the, something about that has ceased, you know. And um, that's Article 1 in every confession. If there's uh, yet all, you know, we believe the gifts have continued at some degree or yeah. another. Um, and that's the continuationism component. So let's just all understand that yeah. and move from that point. Yeah. And then the rest is just kind of a, de- a degree thing. It's just yeah. like, well... That's helpful. Yeah. So like, I mean, for example, uh, typically the, the number one uh, kickback to charismatic or to cessationist theology is, well, I, I believe in miracles. Mm-hmm. It's t- honestly, it's the, the number one kickback. Right. And it's usually not even on, on the radar for mm. cessationists because they're like... Well, I, I, that's not the issue. The issue is the Bible ends. Yeah. So if, if fine, if you're saying your miracles prove that your words are from God that needed to be added to Scripture, look, boom, I've just proved it. Now, you know, the yeah. Red Sea is parted. Now, come on, put my put my letter in there, you know. Uh, if that's happening, fair enough, miracles are, are on the table. And uh, to that degree, they have ceased, you know. And so you realize, hey, actually... For the most part, like everyone's actually in agreement, yeah, we, we which agree is freaking crazy, you know. Yeah. Like, and just I've had this conversation so many times, like with people that are coming into GraceNet or just in general, and you end up going like from the doctrine of cessation is something that is in the fir- first article of every confession, and we all love it. Yeah, like anyone who loves their Bible loves it. So that's all. So what Grudem did is he came and played around with the semantics of prophecy and is prophecy directly connected yeah. to that yeah. giving of the scripture? Well, fair enough, because at the end of the day, even if it's true, he's divorced it from the thing anyway. Yeah. And and the, the irony is like Grudem is in that sense, a 100% a cessationist, you know, because he's drawn the line on the word thing. Yeah. Um, and he, he doesn't see authoritative canonical revelation. Yeah. Cessationist, that's yeah. What, what it is. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, just stuff like that is super helpful. So from both ends, you know, and then, so the, the and then of course, um, uh, just realizing you don't have to wear a tie and all that. And then from the, you know, the charismatic stuff, like I, I remember being shocked going into a room with a bunch of cessationists, like full scale, hardcore guys. Uh, and, and the way that they critiqued charismatic theology was was ridiculous really? it was outlandish okay. yeah like it's all voodoo you know yeah right. it's voodoo yeah, okay, it's they're clearly the they're ecstatic yeah. in their utterances that you know they just are losing their mind they're devil worshippers they're yeah, you know right. and i realize that's not everyone but it's yeah. just you can see how that's just a complete overplay yeah. as well and so, look yeah. man there is stuff out there there like is stuff that, out there you know? well you know there are the the crazy suit wearer guys and yeah. there are the, the the voodoo guys you know yeah. but yeah that doesn't help yeah it doesn't help because usually that's not where the people who care. Yeah, that's, that's probably been the issue with MacArthur and his strange fire stuff. Yeah. It's just lumping all charismatic continuationists in that one category. And all of the guys in the strange fire conference were wearing ties. Were they? Yeah. Yep, every <laughs> single one of them. Oh. So that's where that came yeah. from. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So like Spurgeon is often the guy people bring up, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, he, he seems, like when I read him, he seems like he's bipolar. <laughs> yeah. Like one sermon, he seems to be a non-charismatic, yeah. and the next sermon, he's charismatic. Totally, you know. Mm. So I've I've always found him. I've heard both camps use him mm. as mm. an example for their, you know, like Spurgeon's eschatology. Yeah, and I'm just thing. like, man, I depends on what sermon and what Sunday for him. I That's think true. That's how it seems to me. He was, yeah, you know, yeah. His whole thing was like, I mean, he probably exercised. More in a more credible way, any spiritual gift in any way, any charismatic would now want to exercise it, mm. you know, or at least that cautious charismatic approach. I mean, he was prophesying legit. I mean, like, you know, he didn't call it that. Yeah. But in terms of, you know, um, 
he, what was that story? Like he knows how much money that guy had in his pocket, mm. <laughs> you know, stuff yeah. like that. And yeah, like, uh, and he's constantly doing crazy at th- our church. That's that's uh, word of knowledge. Yeah, you right. Know, that's, that's how we operated. You know, <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. So he was actually doing it though, yeah. and getting it right and legit. And and um, and so and yet you asked Spurgeon. He was like, no, the gifts have ceased. Yeah, one hundred percent. So like, what are you doing, Spurgeon? Is the next question. Well, only God knows. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> extraordinary, weird, provident yeah, stuff. But I don't want to call it this. Don't want to call it that because <laughs> of, yeah, exactly. So, so it's, I think that's why he ended up in both camps. You know, yeah. everyone's like, well, functionally, he yeah. ended up looking like we want him to look as charismatic, yeah. and functionally, he ended up saying what he we wanted him to say. Right. Like, yeah, so yeah, yeah. good. So yeah, Spurgeon's good. And then um, you know, while we're recommending some stuff to read, which we try and do all the time. Um, on the tongues issue, is it real? Is it not? If you've ever read, read uh, Vern Poitras's stuff on that, no, boy. Amazing. Good. So, so he he's this uh, maths genius, right? Hmm. He was um, he was like one of those child protege kind of going to be crazy clever. The whole math world is waiting for him to just get get into teaching, and he's done his right. PhD in math or whatever it was, and um, and like you know Ivy League schools are just waiting, and he's going to break open the academic deal, and this guy's the next, and then he gets he goes theology professor yeah everyone's like mourning in the math field and just you know so he moves into westminster teaches at at philadelphia and and, um applies that mathematical brain of his to this issue um kind of like a grudem piper thing in the sense that he just showed there was this warring between grudem and gaffin at that point he just she just decimated both arguments yeah, and just said, there are a thousand more things we need to be thinking about here. You guys are stuck on the little yeah. trivial thing. In, in about five points, he declared both camps completely moot in terms of anything that matters. And then it just kept on, keeps on going. You can actually find that online. It's called um, something to the effect. If you Google Vern Poitras, that's V-E-R-N, uh, creating a framework for the spiritual no, creating a place for the spiritual gifts in the framework of cessationism or something. Yeah, right. And uh, just, I mean, there are triangles in there. It's, it's freaking excellent. And I then love he, triangles. Triangles, man. And th- those triangles are helpful. But it, oh, amazing. But then the other thing he does is uh, he writes a sociolinguistic study of tongues and its huh. phenomenon. Also freaking amazing <clears throat> in that it just, um, it helped me so much because he firstly described what was happening to me in just technical ways that you just let me know as the reader, he's not talking about some other weird thing. He's got me, whatever, whatever it is that I'm doing, he he's doing it. Yeah. Uh, he's talking about it. So he's, he's captured the right phenomenon and then he shows its roots. It's sociolinguistic studies. It's, it connects it to all, all the religions in the world that do it. Uh, what it is, why the brain can operate that way. What's supernatural about it? What isn't, what's, yeah, right. what, you know, what we can outrule, whatever. From a very neutral sort of perspective, not really what arguing to and fro, just going, listen, everyone needs this on the table. This is this is info that can't really be bent. Sure. It's established. Yeah, yeah. So it's a really helpful, uh, again, you write sociolinguistic study, tongues and very poisonous and it comes up. So those are good resources. If anyone cares about this stuff, that's been huge for me. What's been the most helpful thing for you um, in terms of just digging through the stuff? Any books? Oh, man, I'd have to go back. It's been a while since I've really uh, spent time. So you got some guys in your church that are mostly coming from a Pentecostal background, right? Yeah, we got a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Do so. you do you have these kinds of chats with them? Do you want to like mellow them out or do you want to kind of, you know, point them in the right direction, save them some pain? Yeah, eventually. Like, so back in the day, we used to get just people who would come in because of their stuff. Mm. So they would hear about the church, they'd come in. And so straight away you get people who they automatically speak in tongues. They want to get up and prophesy a million times. 
Um, whereas now, because of what our church is and who we are, we don't really attract those types of people so much. So we get penties in the world yeah. uh, come into our space uh, who genuinely love Jesus. Um, they're probably looking more for just that worship experience, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they come, they see our church where um, it's like, you know, worship's not the best. It's not a, like a typical penty service, but it's like, ah, <coughs> oh, these guys generally sing. Mm-hmm. They sing loud, the music's decent, and mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. and then they love the word. Mm. So there's a lot of them who just, we just let them come in for a while, just mm. sit in the space, enjoy the church, and listen to the preaching. Mm. And then from there, we, you know, if they come to like a gospel partnership class, uh, we kind of explore some of these ideas of sort of how we see things, mm. and then we give space for Q and A. Mm. And f- typically, from there, people want to go deeper, whether it's on the complementarian thing, mm-hmm. or it's on the continuationist thing, mm. or the reformed mm. sort of soteriological stuff. So, uh, from there, we'll have discussions, and I, th- I think because we have some openness to it, mm. they're okay. We've had a few people leave who just want more, you know, and they'll explicitly say, "Hey, we're just we're just really penty at heart." <clears throat> and we need something more. They want to see more prayer time. Mm. Um, they want to see more freedom of the spirit. They use that type of language. Mm. Um, and we just go, hey, listen, that's cool. That's fine. If there's a church that you can get plugged into, mm-hmm. let's help you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's have a chat about what are the main things. Mm-hmm. And let's make sure they're, they're mm. the main things in that church. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, yeah. So we kind of go that route. Mm-hmm. And we talk. And typically, because I've been in the church for a while, They've heard the scriptures being opened mm-hmm. up. They've never seen any expositional preaching before. They really like that. Right. There's kind of almost uh, a journey in them themselves. They're mm. like, man, the mm. word's awesome. Mm. And so I'm able to use that as a platform of like, all right, let's go to that book that we've been opening mm. up for the mm-hmm. past six months that you've been hearing us preach, say you love it. Let's go to there and let's mm-hmm. talk about these mm-hmm. things and let's see, you know, look, you know, kind of give some guidelines to some of this stuff. Mm. Um yeah, that's kind of the route. We yeah, do. that's great. Uh, and while we're at it, and I'll do a post-edit thing as well. Um, you're, uh, if anyone's in listening to this in Brisbane, Life Center Church. Yep. Dot com. Dot com or dot com dot au. We got both. Is it LCC on the website or is it just, it's just no? It's, it's Life Center Church. Dot com. Dot com or dot com dot au. Both okay, will, will land you there. Um, and you blog at kylumlewis.com so K-Y-L-L-U-M-L-E-W-I-S.com. And you blog regularly. Uh, I was for a while. Are you I, taking I got, a bit of a... Yeah, I sort of... Depends on what's going on totally. in, in family, church life, how much yeah. time I've got. Uh, yeah. Yeah. James White likes, likes your blog. He shared it. I was, I was famous <laughs> for a day. I was, was a celebrity awesome. for a day because he shared one of, my, one of my posts. It was great. Yeah, totally. Yeah, well, Facebook look, there we up. go. James White likes it. It's gotta be really, good. It's gotta be good. Uh, <laughs> go check it out. Um, and yeah, so the, Kylem is the pastor of Life Center Church, and uh, definitely if you're in town, drop in and check him out. Acts twenty nine. If you're a cessationist, here's a, here's a little thing as well. Acts twenty nine, I find to be a very safe space. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, sure, the, the maybe the flavor is gonna be slightly different, maybe a little louder, softer, whatever. It's slightly different, but you know, in general, I've you know I've been to a lot of Acts twenty nine churches now, and I've and most of them are you know perhaps are not cessationist, you know, necessarily in their doctrine, and yet I've never felt uncomfortable. No. You know. Yeah, the actual um, expression. Yeah, it's is, functionally the is same. It's functionally the same. Yeah, it's that's the thing about X twenty nine. We all want that same expression at the mm. end. We realize it's actually far less about the gifts and more about the contemporary understanding of the way we tick today. We need the word, but we just 
you know, it, we, we don't need to step on, onto another planet when we go to church. That's right. It's got to be a natural, culture, you know, a culturally aware, yep. organic, missional sort of thing going on. And, um, and that's really... And the Why? affections, we yeah. we see them as a good thing. Yeah, that's so right. So let's let's in a way that glorifies God and edifies the rest of the body on a, on a Sunday. Totally. You know, one of the one of the things that freaks everyone out is I'm a cessationist. I raise my hands in worship. Yeah, you do. Boom. Yeah, I got a I got a photo of me, you, and Adam with totally. hands raised. Yeah. But some some don't. Like my wife's a continuation. She doesn't raise her hands. So she's it. you know she's a lot more reserved than me. So so it's yeah, and there's another. Another excellent example of how even that stereotype thing is not really applicable. Yeah. No. You know? So, yeah, there we go. Good, man. That we solved all the problems of the universe. Yeah. Done. Just be a cessationist, continuationist. And yeah. Just That's what I said in my assessment. When, you uh, both? Crump asked me what I was. I said I was a charismatic cessationist. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it worked. It worked. You're in. Thanks, bro. Cool, man. All right. All right.